This is Ghana's number one blogger. Podcast episode 13, the GHN1 Blogger Report. Raptors, they're humble but hungry. They beat the defending champions 109 to 118. They seized the moment. They didn't have cold feet. They shined under the bright lights and they performed. They kept their composure and won game one of the NBA Finals. Case in point, the adjustments that were made by Nick Nurse by controlling the pace off the bat, attacking the Warriors, and going on a run, the rebounding, offensive rebounding, the transition, and the second chance points, definitely was the game plan by Nick Nurse. But when you look at it also in the fourth quarter, Raptors looked really tired. And I think they really need to fix that up in game two. You know, this was actually the first loss of the NBA Finals for the Warriors. Yes, in terms of the first game. In terms of five straight finals that the Warriors have been to, this is their first loss within the first game of the NBA Finals. But also, you got to understand, this is also the first time they've played the NBA Finals away from home. What the Raptors also did is they capitalized on the Warriors' mistakes. The game plan the whole time for G-State was to double-team Kawhi, Play defense. Actually, the Raptors are the ones that really played defense. They fed off the defense and allowed the offense to flow. They realized, when it comes to Golden State, don't even try to outshoot them. Play your game and control the tempo. Now, let's get into some key stats. The key factor is the Raptors played defense and kept it close. As I can remember watching the game, the Raptors were actually up by 15 points by halftime. They won the game by nine. Raptors led from quarter to quarter. They literally led from start to finish. The only quarter where their point total was low was in the, I would say, third Q. But overall, they did well. Even coming into this game, Nick Nurse was smart. This is where analytics came to play. Did you know when Paul Gasol was playing with Memphis and he faced Golden State? He averaged 27 points against G-State, which obviously tells you that, you know what? He He definitely has a party. When he faces G-State. Another impressive thing by the Raptors. You know, Larry has 14 charges drawn in this playoffs. And I believe the rest in the playoffs in terms of other players. What is it? Like seven. There's there's only like seven charges drawn by the rest of the NBA this playoffs. I'm telling you, Kyle Lowry is an integral part of this team. 
yeah, so let's get into the points. Kawhi had 23, 5-8. Gasol, man, 20 points, 7 rebounds. Perfect from the charity strike. And he was a plus 8, by the way. Siaka, my big dog. Big shout-out, man. Cameroon love, man. He had 32 points and 8 rebounds. Danny Green had a bounce-back game. He had 11 points and 2 blocks. But the one thing I like about Danny Green is, if he's not scoring, he definitely gives you the defense that is needed. Freddie Van Vliet came out big again with a solid 15 points. Kyle Lowry, 7, 9, and 6. I'm not worried about Kyle Lowry. The most beautiful thing about Kyle Lowry is the fact that he's one of the only point guards I can definitely say that he has the option to be like, okay, tonight I'm scoring. Okay, you know what? Maybe I'm going to be facilitator. Kyle Lowry is always an integral part of this team. Reason why I say this is he always finds ways to make sure this team wins. And to round it out, did you know Kyle Lowry, Kawhi Van Vliet were all a plus 11 for this game? Check something. On the other side, Curry scored 34 points. But you know, on the plus minus sheet, he was minus 9. Clay had 21. Green had a triple-double, actually. And we're talking about Draymond Green, not Danny Green, just so you know. Draymond Green had a triple-double. 10, 10, and 10. But he could not handle Siakam. This is the guy that is self-proclaimed best defender in the NBA. But Pascal Siakam, young dog, showed you out. This guy's going to be MIP. You watch. Russell... Sorry, not even um, Russell. That guy from uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, Russell. You ain't going to win MIP, man. This dude's going to win. Igudala, in 29 minutes, only scored six points. Here is where the Raptors won the game. Turnovers. G G State had 16. Raptors only had 10. Raptors blocked them six times compared to their two. Points in the paint. Raptors had 40. They had 32. The largest lead of the game, 12 by the Raptors, 2 by Golden State. Fast break points. Raptors had 24. G-State had 17. Field goal processions. Raptors, 50%. G-State, 43. Now, let's talk about the attempts. You know Golden State only had... 78 shots thrown up. And usually, they have at least about 80 attempts plus. Raptors scored 39 times compared to G-State's 34. If you look at something, Golden State scorers are Clay and Curry, plus Durant. But unfortunately, Durant's out. Just because they have such offensive talents. They got defenders like Igudala and Green that are not necessarily offensive, but can hide in the offensive scheme of the Golden State Warriors because of how good their defense is. 
as I said, them not having a third goal scorer, goal scorer right now, it exposes Golden State. Also, I forgot Boogie Cousins. Yes, he's back, but you have to understand, he's slow off injury. The game is moving too fast for him right now. As I said, Curry is the only one scoring. But another interesting fact. Do you know, the thing with Golden State is their last four finals, plus this is five. But they've faced the same one guy over and over and over again to the point where it's become redundant, which is LeBron James. So they've never had to change their scheme because they always know they always knew who they're coming up against. But now who they're facing is somebody in the Raptors. And this is the best defensive team that they faced. Now let's just get into the injury report. Kawhi is going through uh, lower body injury. Kyle Lowry, upper body. OG and a new boy is listed probable to play game two. A lot of people are probably not familiar with his situation. Basically, what it is is um, he had appendicitis. He felt stomach pains. And yeah, he was admitted to the hospital, got his appendix removed. But let me just read a quote from him in terms of what happened and when he feels that he'll be able to be back. My stomach was hurting. I was having headaches, but I didn't think anything of it. The day before having surgery, my stomach was really hurting bad. I couldn't sleep. Then I just told the Raptor staff... And what they did is they did a test on me and, yo, sent me to the emergency room. So, yeah, reporters basically now asked them, how does he feel not playing? Yeah, man, it's boring not to play, but I can't control it. It's been hard being not being able to play, but I'm still supporting my team. Watching them on film, watching the guys play, I'm learning a lot. Shout out to OG. Although he's not playing, he's definitely with the team. And as I said, he is probable for game two in the six. Now when we look on the other side, Kevin Durant is dealing with an Achilles injury. A lot of people may not be familiar with it, but it's just basically the back of the heel. And an injury like that can basically even prevent you from walking. All I'm saying is to Kevin Durant... This could be a career-altering injury. If it's not necessary for you to come back, don't come back. But I mean, on the other side, hey, this is good for the Raptors. But I feel even if Durant comes back, it's going to be difficult for the Warriors. Because remember, he's not game fit. Honestly, last time Durant's played, I think it's been, it's been like a month. So like... How effective will he be? Remember, in terms of scoring averages, I believe he was scoring like 34 points per game in the playoffs. While I believe Kawhi Leonard of the Toronto Raptors was right behind him with like 32 points averaging per game. But, you know, we'll definitely see what plays out. 
They say he's supposed to come back by game three, game four. But I really don't think so. I remember the Golden State Warriors were actually practicing on the Raptors floor yesterday. And they tweeted out a picture of Kevin Durant on the floor with his teammates. Was that some sort of mechanism to scare the Raptors? Because it was pretty pathetic. Because this guy was wearing flip-flops. Wearing a hoodie and a hat. He don't look like a man that's ready. But it is what it is. Understand, Raptors ain't scared. Let's get into the foul trouble that the Raptors got into. I think the Toronto Raptors need to be careful with their foul trouble. Gasol had six. He fouled out. Lowry had five. Kawhi, Siakam, and Mbaka, and Ryan Vliet had three. To me, I think if you have three, it's fine. But when it starts getting up to the five and six, it's very crucial. Because, you know, you need your whole team to be in this. So knowing this, what if now the Golden State Warriors realize, okay, you know what? Gasol scored 20 on us. So if we can get him into foul trouble early, then that means that he can't be an offensive threat. That's just a little food for thought. Patrick McCaw came in. He shot a three. He made it. My question to you guys. Do you feel that Patrick McCaw is a secret weapon? To me, I would think so. Because remember, Pat McCaw actually came from the Golden State Warriors setup. I know he has a title for sure. I'm not sure if it's one or two. But I know at least he has a ring. So therefore, remember, being in that Golden State setup, definitely he can give Nick Nurse and a few of the players some cues on how the Warriors play. He definitely hasn't forgot. He definitely knows the scheme. So... Going forward in this series, I think his advice and certain things he knows from the setup could be very powerful information for the Raptors. In this game, Nick Nurse used like nine players for this game, but I would say about seven because the rest of the guys, he the three guys that he probably used on the bench, he used them for probably like a total of what, 17, 18 minutes. I mean, Fred Van Vliet was lights out, man. I was like, he scored like, I believe it was like 15, 17 points. Like, yeah, it was, it was pretty impressive. Another thing, don't expect the Golden State Warriors to have a bad shooting night like they did on Thursday. Remember, they came off a two-week layoff. Yes, I understand it's not an excuse. You guys are the defending champions, but... As I said, Raptors did well to seize the moment and own the moment. The reason why the Raptors handled their business was the one-on-one battle between Siakam and Draymond. Siakam made Draymond look like a schoolboy. He dropped 32 points upon his head top. Like, what are you saying, bro? Like, are you dumb? Another thing, the Raptors' overall defense is what kept them in this thing, and this is what propelled their offense. 
the man-to-man defense, also by Van Vliet on Curry. People don't realize. You know, Van Vliet came hard. You know, in 33 possessions by Curry. You know, when Van Vliet was guarding him, you know, Curry only scored four points. Yeah, man, take in that statistic. That is going to be huge in this playoffs. Although, yeah, Curry scored 32, but Van Vliet made it difficult for him when they when Toronto made that switch. Danny Green being awakened for this NBA Finals. Do you realize in the Eastern Conference Final, Danny Green only had 21 points all series. Now in game one of the NBA Finals, he scored 11 points. Gasol adding offense to his defense. As I said, Gasol has been a very integral part of this team in this playoffs. If you look at round one against Orlando Magic, he shut down their top player in Vucevic. Round two, he shut down Joel Embiid. Um, I would say in the third round, Kawhi is the one that shut down Giannis Antetokounmpo. But yeah, going forward, as I said, don't expect the Warriors to sit back again. They had a two-week layoff. They were a little lethargic because, you know, they got a lot of rest. And also, look back at one of these interviews. Remember, when Raptors played the Warriors in the regular season... They beat them twice, once without Kawhi. At a press conference, do you know Clay Thompson said that this could be a preview of the NBA Finals? Funny enough, careful what you wish for, because you might just get it. You really wish you didn't say those words, eh, Clay? Yeah, buddy. Thompson also said. What makes this series difficult is that they're not familiar with this team, but it's still no excuse. Shout out to the Drake Factor. The Drake Factor is a big thing that's going on during the Raptors playoff run, and I think it's a necessary distraction. A lot of people are saying Drake is a super fan, Drake is this. Guys, we in Toronto, we already know what it is. Y'all forget in 2015 when the Raptors were given host of the All-Star Game, Masai Ujiri, the Raptors GM, gave Drake the reins to be the team ambassador. You know what even went as far as the commissioner of the NBA wrote to the Raptors or had a conference call and said if it was possible to move Drake's seats. Are you dumb, bro? Drake's a factor. Drake's disturbances on court, as long as it doesn't bother the Raptors, it's fine. Because the Raptors are still playing their game. They're not going to be off their game. Y'all can hog the headlines X, Y, and Z. You want to talk about Drake, this and that, X, Y, and Z? As I said before, Drake is simply... A Raptors employee. 
I gotta give him a big shout out too for the troll moment. That trolling moment was hilarious. Wearing Dal Curry's jersey, which is obviously Curry's dad. Curry's dad actually used to play for the Raptors back in the day. Funny thing also, going forward, Aisha Curry, a lot of people don't realize, yo, she's a Toronto gal. And she's actually from Markham. Same city where training boy Andre DeGrasse, sprinter for um, Canada, is from. But yeah, enough about that. Let me just leave you with this. Remember, defense wins championships. Offense wins games. Raptors need to win three more. Three more games. Raptors, all they need to do is to protect home court in this playoffs. Even if they get a chance to steal one at the Oracle, go ahead. But understand this. The most important thing of this NBA Finals is the fact that the Raptors won one game more than the Warriors in the regular season. Hence the reason why the NBA Finals started in Toronto. That's enough for me. I'm your dude, GHN01 Blogger. And this is the GHN01 Blogger Report. You can actually download, stream this, where all podcasts are available, which is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the way down to Anchor. You name it. GHN01 Blogger Report is on there. Make sure y'all check out Game 2. Of this NBA Finals. Shout out to Raptor fans in Jurassic Park, man. Y'all are going worldwide. Y'all are trending. Understand the Eastern Conference Championship was for y'all. And this NBA Finals, you already know. If it's not for you guys, Raptors wouldn't be there. Best fans in the NBA, hands down. Alright, enjoy the rest of your day. I'm out like a light bulb. Like a light bulb. Yeah, y'all thought this podcast was done. No, it's not. I actually have one more thing to present to the table. Game one, we all know Pascal Siakam went off. Kawhi, everybody thought he was held, but not necessarily. The beautiful thing about the Toronto Raptors, yes, I stress this. The beautiful thing is that we got shooters for days, for months, for years, bro. Kawhi's a shooter. Siakam's a shooter. Lowry's a shooter. Danny Green's a shooter. Van Vliet's a shooter. Ibaka's a shooter. Gasol's a shooter. What Golden State fails to realize is that their game plan in game one didn't work about let's double team Kawhi because that left Siakam open. Now their mindset now is Let's lock down Siakam. But you guys saying now let's lock down Siakam is going to open up the reins for Kawhi. Van Vliet is still going to do his damage. Remember, Paul Gasol is also another offensive weapon. My question now is, Golden State, who do you guard? You can't guard everybody. These are the Toronto Raptors. Thanks, Masai Ujiri. Forgiving Steve Kerr. 
such a headache. Even shout out to Nick Nurse to even put this team together in one solid year. Dwayne Casey who? I'm sorry, I don't know that guy. But what I will say is this. Nick Nurse has definitely learned how to make the switch and make the switch quickly. Game two coming up. Now we'll truly see if the Raptors going forward are going to have a strangle hold on this series 2-0 or it'll be 1-1. But what I'm seeing so far from the Raptors, hey, it's going to be a party, y'all. This, my prediction, I'm putting down for game two. Actually, you know what? Let me put it down for the rest of the series. Raptors will win in seven. Yes, you heard it from Ghana's number one blogger himself. Yep, that's just a little bit of me, a little bit from me now. Raptors are very confident, very confident in a sense where they're not afraid of the Warriors. They're ready to play. Let's do what we got to do. It is what it is. Let's go, Raptors. We the North. Hashtag Freddie Van Vliety. Hashtag Kwame River. Hashtag let's get this. We out.